Oof. Maybe. <laughs> That's my vote. <laughs> I think we should let the chat vote. Chat, should we rename Faisal to the scholar bunny as opposed to the, the social bunny? Oh, I'm seeing some hyper. Put, put, put comments in the, yeah, right. in the chat. Let's go. Scholar bunny Faisal. I mean, as long as he still kind of bobs his tail like that, you know, gif that we saw or whatever. I'm <laughs> No, we need to do a new one now. What's it gonna be doing? Like, is it gonna he be needs like, to have bumping a it, like bumping it, just kind of like bumping it, bumping it, you know, with his with a book in hand, like bumping that tail, just kind of walking around <laughs> all of fucking Vera, just kind of hopping around, shaking you and taking your shit. Because remember, he talked about going dark side. <gasps> Grant Hag, right. I love it. Professor Hops. I love Professor it. Hops. Oh, Professor Hops. No. <laughs> Basil, yes. a.k.a. Professor Hobbs, in the his house, everybody. I think we need to make it. Don't make me on your asses. <laughs>
Uh, much appreciated. Seriously, you keep the flames of this community bolstering brighter week after week, and it's greatly appreciated. Um, speaking of comments, we did get we didn't get a comment, but we did get another five star review on um, iTunes. So um, couldn't read the comment, but still do appreciate the fact that whoever that was took the time to give us that review. And and I do encourage everyone else to please, please, please. It, it's like YouTube. You've got an algorithm on iTunes, and it helps the algorithm to have five-star reviews and it helps your podcast to, to kind of, you know, get bumped up a bit and show people that, you know, you're legit, that people actually listen to you, follow you, are invested and interested in the show. So if you can got a few minutes, please, I'm just asking, go over there and give us a review. And if you do leave a comment, totally going to read it here on the show. Um, we've had some really amazing ones uh, that are super appreciated. Um, you can also call into the show here at 1-539-664-6801. You can also shoot Mel to our Mel bag. And I think we've got a grunt somewhere out there that'll kind of rustle that up and bring it over here and drop it right there next to me. Yeah, that's right. Fantasy grunt dropping it right here in my house. You're probably wondering how that works out. Guess you're going to have to leave a Mel to find out. But with that being said, you can <laughs> leave us a message at ashespathfinders at gmail.com. And that'll get here at some point. Um, <laughs> also... Over on Ashes HQ, we did do a revised cleric update uh, to the cleric page with a new video, a little bit of a new format, sort of like the mage that I talked about last week. So just kind of uh, throwing that out there. I want as much feedback as possible on that from anyone and everyone who checks it out. So please give us your feedback and do that. Also with feedback, Ashes HQ is coming under some revisions. Um, some things like the collections page are getting taken down. Um, anything that's like really high maintenance, I put up a survey in the Ashes HQ channel in our Discord at discord.gg forward slash simorg, S-I-M-U-R-G-H. You can go in there, you can go to that channel, and there's a survey linked, and it's about the forums, because I want to know who really wants those Ashes HQ forums, because they require a little bit of work, so go vote. Vote now. A little bit of work is the understatement. Yeah, I have. I feel. <laughs> yeah, yes. it, it's it's a pretty significant investment to keep them updated, to keep them managed, and things like that. And I've actually kind of come to the conclusion that I, I've I've got another way to make it just as interactive um, via a commenting system on pages. Which okay. I know Wondering Mist actually sent me some stuff for a potential page, which actually is going to get posted this week. Yes, mm -hmm. and that'll be the first uh, page curated by a community member that will have the feature to leave feedback and stuff and things. So potentially this revision to a, a forum sort of system that we had, you might see there. <clears throat> so he's going to be our alpha test, if you will, for the actual oh, page. Thanks. I'm the guinea pig, am I? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Baby face guinea pig. Yeah, 100%. Oh, oh so kind. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, was that a thank you? No. It was an acceptance. <laughs> acceptance. <laughs> this is my fate. <laughs> you, have, you have pleased the wandering mist this time. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Shoot, man. So... I will not drop the ban hammer on you today. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so can we talk about this image? It was dropped recently. This was like the, you know, sneak peek-esque thing of the week we've got a couple discussion points around the cosmetics which were released um we've got the dev discussion which we have talked about to an extent here so we might graze over that one and kind of move on but we got some community points which i think 
I'm looking forward to the most that I've had to sit in there because speaking of perseverance, when you're on a podcast that's been around this long and there's kind of like a quieter vibe to the weeks because of game development and that's how it goes, you got to persevere, friends. And what do Pathfinders do but persevere and stay the course? So we curate all kinds of good things for special occasions just like this. Just like this. All right. <laughs> there was at one time a cosmetic that was shown. And it was a skin for a ship. Does anybody know the name of this ship and which one this is referencing? This is a 3D version that apparently Steven dropped in the Discord or somewhere that came down the chain yep. and found its way to me. I remember yeah, he dropped it yesterday. Mm. Oh, we have an answer by Wizzy. Wizzy Flame Fin Frigate. There it is. Yeah. And there it is. Wizzy knows. Yeah. So this is actually really cool because I out of curiosity, have we had a 3D render of any of the ships yet? Outside of the ones we've seen, you know, that are like the little things they showed at the coastal node or whatever. Where you know, wondering Miss likes to get his kilt on or whatever we call that. He likes his little <laughs> island. <laughs> wow, that's no veteran. This is a throwback though, because we talked this... about this and Z contemplated uh -huh. making a little claymation sort of thing of you or whatever it was going to be. Hey, you know what? If she still wants to do it, I will pay for it. I've told her this. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I don't believe there has been a. Mm -hmm. I think closest we got was just more of the concept art, mm -hmm. but nothing like three D rendered like this is. So mm -hmm. this this is definitely a first, and it's yep. cool. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I mean the ship cells and stuff aren't exactly you know what you would expect from. It's not like the one we just we were about to visit here in here in a second that we kind of got a sneak peek of last week, which was like the, you know the, the um what do you call it the damn ship? What's that damn ship called? I should know by now, but I just I'm sorry, my memory. It's a galleon. It's Gil the Gilded Galleon. Galleon. I get there eventually. Look, there's a lot in the Ashes universe. Okay, already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've had monthly cosmetics for the past two years, exactly. every month. There's a lot to keep track of. Ain't that the truth, man? Ain't oh, that the truth? goodness. So this one's going to be coming soon, TM. Let's just move on to the slideshow, shall we? The cosmetics were released. Paragon's Vigil is the name of this month's cosmetics. News post on Ashes. Of creation.com will show you on Tuesday, January 12th of 2021. It was posted right before they went live. You can get them right now. They're pretty cool. We've seen a couple of them. That's an interesting mohawk creature. It's like an alpaca. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's like an alpaca. Yeah, mm -hmm. an alpaca. It's it's mm -hmm. it's punk rock alpaca. It goes <laughs> rock concerts and heavy metal. That, that, that's what he enjoys. <laughs> you, you put the barding on it, then it's heavy metal, right? Mm -hmm. True. Oh, true. Banging on you. Yeah. So Wizzy, much love. She she dropped me the uh, th the Alpha One 3D render per the wiki, and this was the uh, which I have, I'm a little hesitant about adding images when we're live because sometimes uh, OBS knock on wood doesn't like it. Um, but I will take that and drop it in our Discord under Ashes of Creation because. It's a good reference. 
it's a good reference point. So I'll be dropping that in there for you shortly. And this is the one that I had seen previously as well, which we've seen in actual live streams, by the way, on the coastal area. You see that like ship. They've actually showed it when they talked about naval caravans. Um, so I'll go drop that in here now if you guys are hanging out watching live. But yeah, overall impressions of this month's set of cosmetics, the full set of cosmetics as we've seen it. I really like it. I mean, I love the color scheme. Uh, mm -hmm. Purple and gold is such a, to me, it's such a wonderful color scheme. I mm -hmm. I really do enjoy it. And I'm actually really glad because I was thinking when we when they dropped the leak for the the uh the armor set and and the ship i was there thinking right what kind of mount are they going to do and usually when it's got something that's going to be something really regal you're thinking like maybe a griffin that'd be the kind of thing that you would have with this armor set but i'm really glad they went with this like alpaca thing instead mm -hmm. i i think that's really unique and makes the whole set stand out a lot more so i'm really happy with that you got to get up on your high horse when you're wearing, you know, really royal looking armor like that. Oh, man, oh, yeah. he said it. Shoot. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think it works, too. And I I kind of feel like this is maybe something that's more Valoon themed um, than anything. Just because it's of. Imperian, I, I believe really? he said. Say what? I, yeah, because that just doesn't. Okay, that doesn't make sense <laughs> no, to me. Let, let me see what. Hold on. Let me find what Margaret actually said about it. Give me a second. When she dropped the leaks. Hold on. Yeah. In the meantime. Yeah. The, 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 the fashion horse. The fashion horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, the, the fashion horse is going to be real. You know this. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, the, the garrison kind of just gives me a Valoon vibe and the fact that you have an alpaca, which feels like more of like a, well, I guess in this scenario, I guess a desert animal, though the, the purple fur on the actual mount, you know, maybe is a little different. But mm -hmm. I, I would say, I don't know, I just kind of, it felt like it had a Valoon vibe. I'm just interesting mm -hmm. to say that they would say it's Imperian, unless they're crossing over some of the styles, because I would expect Valoon was more kind of on the Middle Eastern feel, whereas mm -hmm. Empyrean was different, like kind of more Anglo, I guess, well, not Anglo-Saxon, but it was some some other variation of that. <laughs> Got the ship, I won't make you walk the plank, coming from Gruntag in chat. <laughs> Wizzy was saying <laughs> that the mount, don't, don't, don't hate the mount, she doesn't hate the mount, but it it feels out of place with the rest. Well, I, that sounds like hating on the mount, Wizzy. Why are you why are you hating on the mount? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we are. I'm just throwing some shade. It's all right. It's all right. But I love I, you, Wizzy. This was not one that I could get them all. I, I don't get them all just out of like you know that you know I'm not like so die hard that I'm like I have to have every single thing because it's mm -mm, nope. Mm -mm. But I will say this. When I look at them, I, I I saw that the lore on that creature was pretty cool. Like they're they've got this like almost armored element to their skin, which was or the, to their hide, if you will, whatever. Um, the barding mm -hmm. looks really great. I'm glad to see that that's something that's going to be adaptable to other you know other mounts that have uh, the slot for the barding cosmetic. But yeah, I was uh, I couldn't do the mount this time, man. I couldn't get it, and I couldn't do the freehold one either. But I got the rest of it. I was pretty cool. I was pretty happy with those. Um, 
But the thing is with Arabic houses, it's either you do them right or you do them wrong. <laughs> oh, discuss, Faisal. Where do you stand on this like perspective? Um, oof. Well, when, when it comes on. to the freehold, um, I can see where they went with it, but I think they might have took the wrong angle on it because when it comes to Arabic houses, it, it like it has to have certain elements to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very hard to explain. <laughs> I should have thought this more before I said it. Uh, not like this. Oh, man. Actually, you know what? Now that I look at it a bit closer, it does seem a little bit weird. You've got the very sort of, uh, like, the bottom half mm-hmm. um, seems so disconnected from the, like, the top dome with the, the spiral mm-hmm. on it. Like that top bit doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the model. Maybe it's just how they drew it, and maybe they'll touch up on it later on. But that, it now that I'm looking at it, it does seem a little bit like, like you've almost taken something completely different and just squashed it on top. So yeah. I will. I, I've got to. I've got to share this. We in in pretty traditional you know form. We we have a tendency around here to to do a review, kind of like a a post live stream, you know, discussion thing. We kind of do a, anytime they drop any new cosmetics, we kind of incorporate that into like our discussions here in this community as a whole. And it's kind of just, it's, it's my, it's my habit. It's my routine. I've been doing it for like over a year now, you know, and just making it a point to kind of gather around, have a chat, see where people stand on things because we obviously take that info and we bring it over into the show and we talk about what the community is kind of like what their vibes are and everything. And, um, I was reading through and on this one, I um, actually felt like a bit of a disconnect too in, in regard to like how they kind of outlined the the little blurbs of lore because there was like a hint around the armor and a hint around this almost like garrison for soldiers, but there wasn't any tie into anything specific. Um, even with like the armor, I remember like the Empyrean ones that we had back in the day, if y'all remember it, it had that super cool like elvish sort of style and they had this armored really white kind of um armor and everything and there was like uh information around how like you know they went and they took the bark off of the trees and it was smelted down and it was turned into armor and i was thinking oh that's like super cool and we got some of that with like the um the fox uh what was that it was like a few back right and it was the one with the fire um fox and and all of that and that one felt like all of the little blurbs of lore seemed like they really synergized well, but this one didn't feel like it synergized that well for me. You know, like I, I was kind of expecting to get some sort of a hint to maybe more around the actual order or something for that outfit. Um, because that's kind of the the way it's been going for a while. You kind of get a little bit of a blurb and it kind of hints at like maybe some descendant line or some sort of like order in the past or you know, some place in the world or some specific creature and how the dynamic in the world or the culture of something kind of works. And that I didn't really get any of that this time. And that was the thing for me that kind of stood out the most aside from some of the things not seeming like they really fit or synergize as well for me. But that's just my perspective. That's just my own opinion and everything. Um, So it's kind of good to hear that other people kind of have the same vibe as I do, because, yeah, it definitely stood out for me. It lack a little depth, I guess, like mm-hmm. or providence, like you were saying. Like I could see, you know, if it was maybe 
armor designs handed down from like generation to generation mm -hmm. i think i could kind of get behind it a yeah. little bit more mm -hmm. um i mean in general i think everything looks pretty right i mean that's there's no you know arguments there i think there's just maybe like little bits and pieces that just don't exactly fit mm -hmm. i i tend i mean i do like the alpaca mount don't get me wrong but i agree with wizzy that it it does feel a little disconnected from the rest of it. Um, and then also just the kind of fact that the, uh, you know, the, the garrison does look more Valoon than Empyrean. But then if you look a little closer, maybe it's got like some of those more domish Empyrean vibes. It's just maybe mm -hmm. the way they've laid it out looks somewhat Middle Eastern, though not exactly. And mm -hmm. I definitely trust... Faisal's judgment. I know he can't explain it all, but I'm sure there's some pretty okay. uh, nifty okay. architectural terms. He's got books. books. Expert bunny. We're, I, we're I transitioning social books. bunny to expert buddy, <laughs> oh, bunny. See, he's got a book. He's, he's got a book out. Expert oh, no. bunny, okay. Faisal. Okay. He's, he's ascended, remember? So 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 now, look at, looking at the cosmetic, cosmetic itself, it looks pretty empty. What I mean by that, it's literally four walls constructed on a dot, like has a top hat and that's it. Yeah. If, if you look at Arabic architecture, we do not leave any corner empty. It's either designs from stones or designs through the word, like our own language, the Arabic language, like it, it has its own art inside and, or outside. Um, wait. and the arches uh, that we use for example um, come actually from all around the world like we, we, we kind of use their Europe European arches and uh, a lot of other things um, like this is the perfect that example I can give you mm. Like oh, yeah. all these steps Wait, right here. Yeah, yeah. Like you got, you got the horseshoe one, the pointed arch, and the bogey arch. Wow. Whatever that is. Hold on, Faisal. Uh, Do you remember pre-show when you said you ascended? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Would you? Do you have a preference that we now call uh, call call you Scholar Bunny, Faisal? Oof. Oof. Ooh, maybe <laughs> that's my vote. <laughs> I think we should let the chat vote. Chat, should we rename Faisal to the Scholar Bunny as opposed to the, the Social Bunny? Oh, I'm seeing some hype. Right? Put, put put comments in the yeah right in the chat. The one Let's chat. go. This is too good. Scholar oh, Bunny Faisal. I mean, as long as he still kind of bobs his tail like that, you know, GIF that we saw or whatever. I'm <laughs> No, we need to do a new one now. What's it gonna be doing? Like, is it gonna he be needs like, to have a bumping it, like bumping it, just kind of like bumping it, bumping it, you know, with his the booking hand, like bumping that tail, just kind of walking around <laughs> all of fucking Vera, just kind of hopping around, <laughs> shaking you and taking your shit. Because remember, he talked about going dark side. <gasps> Grunt tag, right. I love it, Professor Hops. I love Professor it. Hops. Oh, Professor Hobbs. No. <laughs> Basil, yes. aka Professor Hobbs, in the his house, everybody. <laughs> I think we need to make oh, it. Don't make me. Meteor on your asses. <laughs> meteor on your. 
Look, I know um, a certain individual in this community, <clears throat> Drake Tosk, I'm talking about you, who is really good at taking, I don't know, people's faces, um, namely mine, and putting it on tons of different things and dropping it in our Discord channel. It's a lot of fun. I'm good with it. A lot of them have become emotes in the Discord, and I'm fine with that. It's fine. Some of them <laughs> do make me cringe a little, but I still love them for it. It's fine. More importantly, everyone else enjoys it so damn much. And I can't think of any greater joy to give as a friend to someone in my life, like Faisal, for example, than to see that same level of, I don't know, love, dedication, devotion, things like that for him in our Discord also. So someone someone please, you know, pass that message along to Drake. That has to be the, the most unsubtle like request I've ever heard in my life. 100%. <laughs> All right, new community <laughs> challenge. You can do the best Photoshop for Professor Hops. Look, everybody that sees Katok's Just work. Just don't make me blue as the X-Men, please. Everybody that sees Katok's work, he's the next level. He's good at this, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, goodness. Ah, goodness. It's good to be back. Whole big full party here. For the show, oh, yeah, it's nice. The proper full party yeah. as opposed to the LFM show, which was oh, sort of a full party. That was Freak's fault. Oh, you can't blame it on him. Come on. I, I have to, man. He gives me so much of a hard time on that show. It's not, it's, yeah. He he, he made us have a Final Fantasy 14 or an ESO party as opposed to a <laughs> a a grand five-man party. That's, a, that's fair. Yeah, that's very true. So because um, nobody wants to be the ESO party. Oh, some people want it, but you know. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> we're so, talking about ashes. <laughs> exactly, cosmetics, friends. The ones that are currently up in the shop uh, are going to be there until um, they will be there to what February tenth at eleven a.m. PDT. So if you want to get them, get them now. Get the ones you want. Um, and on that note. There was a dev discussion. Now, we've talked about this particular dev discussion a little bit, a little bit here on the show. And we'll touch on it briefly for a little while today, and then we're going to get to some of your community questions, which is, you know, going to be the real gold, friends. So, <clears throat> you know, internet speeds and stuff. Yeah, got there. We're good. Okay. So the question was... <laughs> They actually have a poll for it as well, but number this is dev discussion number 26 on login rewards. What are your thoughts around login rewards, whether on a daily or longer term basis for cosmetic items? What reward systems from other games have you liked and disliked and for what reason? Now, Steven actually had a couple, there was a couple notes of feedback that were addition uh, to that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link this here to all of you watching live to those listening or watching later. Um, well, you missed it live, but you can go to Ash's uh, forums and you can catch it there. Also, they tweeted on their Twitter, so that's there too. So, what do you all think? What are your thoughts? Who wants to go first? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the poll. I'm sure we all have thoughts, but who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first because I'm quick. I'm on the fence on this. Um, I, In principle, I like the idea of kind of getting some little thing as long as it's not like game breaking like resources or gold or xp boosts or anything of that nature not that i would think that intrepid would go that route 
but I also um, think that there is some expectation with that. And I know the other guys on the show have some thoughts on that. So I don't want to steal their thunder, but I'm, I'm on the fence on that. I can go either <laughs> way. Um, I think I can go next because I'm kind of similar to Daedalus. Um, I kind of agree with everything what Daedalus said, but I'm going to add that it depends on what Intrepid does here. It could make gamers uh, more attached to the system. And taking it away is going to be harder rather than giving it. Interesting. So, uh, and that comes from a business background. It's, it's, if, if you give someone something for free and you just keep constantly giving him that, taking it away is just going to be twice as hard. <laughs> Mm, that's very true i'm letting y'all go all the way around on this one because i want to hear i've got some thoughts too obviously but going half tilt all right so my i'm i'm against it um from a daily login rewards perspective Mm -hmm. i think i would be okay with say cosmetic tokens on a subscription like you've subscribed for three months you get Three, three cosmetic tokens. Once you get 10 tokens, you can buy a cosmetic of your choice out of the store. Mm-hmm. I would be cool with something like that that gives the player choice and something that they can save up over time for. They don't have to go after everything they don't want. Mm-hmm. But daily login rewards, I come from, I've played a, a mobile gotcha game for almost six years now. And the fear of missing out is a real thing. When you're trying to step away from the game and take a break for personal reasons in your life, or you're just too busy and you can't make it in. Mm-hmm. Feeling like you need to log into for anything, whether it's something in the game that helps you do something or if it's just cosmetics, if it's something you want, you want it. So that fear of missing out can actually be unhealthy because it keeps you doing something that you don't can't have time to do and you build resentment over time. And I think over time, that's going to push certain players away. Obviously, it's for for some people, it's good for some people. It's not Mm, missed. This should tie into something that I am not going to, I shouldn't say go, go. <laughs> I, All it's right. relevant. But yeah, go. I am very much against any kind of login rewards for a number of reasons. You got the fear of missing out, Shaftel said, uh, but that's just the first layer. Below that, you've got the offering conditioning where uh, you are conditioning the players to log in yeah. every single day over and over and then they stop realizing that they're actually sick of the game and they just keep on playing. And it's it's the psychological manipulation that is plaguing uh, games and specifically yep. MMORPGs. And I just wanted to stop. I absolutely, yep. even if it's just cosmetics. And in fact, I would say that pure cosmetic um, login rewards are worse because they are harder to... Uh, see to see through and there's a higher emphasis these days on social hierarchy and like social standing a lot of that is driven by cosmetics yeah yeah to the point where there have been plenty of reports of kids who have been bullied at school because they've used the default Fortnite uh, skins as opposed to the paid cosmetics and that that has a huge impact on on some of these enjoyments of the game. So yeah, I I definitely don't want to see login rewards at all. Yeah. And if I may, I'd like to read out 
a uh, post yeah, the one by one. Noani. Um, were you going to read it out as well? No, no, you go for it because you, you showed it right. to me already. Go for it, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, Noani, who's one of the uh, regulars on the forums, in one of the previous Logging Reward threads, posted this fantastic comment, which clearly speaks to a lot of people. It had 32 upvotes on it. So clearly a lot of people um, think very highly of this. So they say simply, no. Two reasons. First, if logging into the game isn't reward enough, then the developer should just make the game better. Second, players shouldn't ever feel punished for taking a day off to take their significant other out to dinner or to spend an evening with their children. Someone that is able to spend two blocks of seven hours a week in a game should not be at any disadvantage to someone who is able to spend seven blocks of two hours a week in a game. Mm. And yeah, I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. And I am in agreement. I have voted on this and the on the poll for this, by the way, it's 56% at this time with 289 total votes, 162 votes for at 56%, 127 votes against at 43%. And I have a background in psychology. Let's just say it's my day gig. I've been doing it for a long time. I, <laughs> I, have, an, I have an absolute hard line against stuff like this or those RNG crates for a reason. It feeds into people's addictive processes. And that is absolutely the, in my opinion, it is one of the most unhealthy reasons to, to have someone coming back. It's, it's not the reason you want someone logging in every day. It's not the reason you want somebody playing your game. It's not the reason, in my opinion, that you want someone to be invested or dedicated. And in half tilt, what he's talking about, yeah, if you don't log in regularly enough, you miss out on this. It's gone forever. Like this unhealthy dynamic with why you're invested in it in the first place becomes about this like stuff and things and not the joy of of why you're there in the first place. Uh, the game itself, uh, the time that you spend doing activities or hanging out with your friends. It's an MMORPG, massively multiplayer, that massively multiplayer line. That's the reason, in my opinion, that a person should be logging in. I want to go do stuff with my friends. I want to go on an adventure. I want to be on a quest. I want to do these things. I want my I want to play out my story as my character. And this is my reason, first and foremost, to logging in. I've absolutely played games where there's a login reward. ESO has it going on right now. Do I do it sometimes? Yes. Do I do it all the time? Absolutely not. But I will tell you, it feels so much like a chore. It, it's not the reason I want to be logging in. I want to be logging in because I want to play the game. So from my perspective, the it's a big problem with, with these daily logging rewards and things of that nature because what happens is you, the, you're feeding on people's addictive processes. And if that's the reason, the only reason that they're actually logging in every day, like for me, that's just the wrong reason. And it leads to a really unhealthy relationship with the game, in my opinion. And... Right. Ashes of Creation has said for so long, it's a community-oriented game. The reasons that they you know, want people invested in engaging is the stories that people build together and the experiences that they have. And, you know, to me, that would undermine the vision. So, and uh, yeah, it looks like, but it's, it's actually interesting to me that it's that close. 
you know? I Again, I think it's because the he said cosmetics only, and people have this thing like, oh, if it's only cosmetics, then that's fine. But as we said, mm-hmm. the co- even if it's just cosmetics, you still got that offering conditioning, which yeah. then leads in to the addictive behavior. Yeah. It's it's all linked in. And then you've got the social pressure on top. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I wish it wasn't that close, but that's what people are doing. Um I do want to, because uh, there there've been some other thoughts, and uh, you brought up the um, Final Fantasy fourteen, where if you're subbed for a certain amount of time, you get a reward from that. Yeah. So loyalty programs, um, I think that's a lot better. Still not a huge fan, but um, RuneScape also mm-hmm. does a similar thing, where if you uh, once your account once you're active on an account for a certain number of years, so it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, then you get a cape um, that you can wear and the cape has a unique emote that you can use to distinguish yourself. So, and that that mm-hmm. just happens once you've been uh, active in the game for a certain number of years, which I'm more okay with because it doesn't rely on you logging in every day. But mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like on the subscription word thing, it's if you're playing the game, you're going to be subscribed. So it's yeah, okay, cool. I, I mean, at that point, if you want to give out rewards to people, why not just whenever you feel like it, blast a, a reward out to everyone's mailbox, and you can just retrieve it whenever you log in again, assuming you have an active subscription or you log in within thirty days. Hmm. Yeah, and I think it's a I good like that idea. Yeah, it's also a good tie-in to we we can just you know tie that into seasonal events, which I'm a I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. I actually I like the in-game seasonal events, like you know around the Christmas time, New Year's. Like, I mean, lots of games do it, I, and you know when you can, especially when you can earn all those things in game, and they don't really go anywhere. I mean, like World of Warcraft's done this for ages, man. They they had it way back in the day. You know, they had like the Halloween and get the the Horseman's Mount. You know, the reins of the Horseman's Mount. Um, you can mm-hmm. get like you know, like I think it was like a sword, if I'm not mistaken, or something. And then, yep. right, yeah, yeah. And then like a there's like a bag or something for your inventory space and think little things like that. And they've done it for years, and they've over time iterated upon it and added more things. And so. You could, if you've been doing it for years, you have more reasons to play it again next year and do it again next year. Or if you're new to the game, you could go grind real hard if you want and get as much as you can that one year. And then next time it comes around, you got a reason to play it. And this is as much as I've had like things about World of Warcraft that I haven't liked over the years. Um, I haven't been playing Shadowlands. A lot of people have been playing Shadowlands, like a total freak of buddy of mine. He's been playing it. Um, I, I, for me, I, I left that after Legion and I, I don't really plan on going back. Um, I'm saving all of my energy for Ashes specifically. So um, with that being said, though, I, one thing World of Warcraft has done really well, in my opinion, is they've given you reasons to continue to log in and continue to play the game. And one of those reasons is, you know, they've added things to the old raids. I mean, you already have a reason to go back. And to do the old raids because you can go farm mounts and things of that nature. Then they started adding pets. And now you can go back and you can go in there and you can farm these little pets. You can sell, put in cages, or you can, you know, collect for your own, you know, pet collection. 
Um, you know, there's like transmogrification, getting gear so you can have cool outfits and stuff. Like, um, whereas previously it used to be that just the gear was just there for current, you know, current level. And now it's like you can use it for transmog, so you can go get all the stuff and things. You got tons of replayability and reasons to go back to do old content, whereas before, you know, you didn't really have a ton of reasons or it just wasn't as viable. Um, so things between seasonal events or like, you know, going back to old content. I think those are the types of reasons I look forward to being able to log in, along with the fact that we've got this ever changing world. That Ashes of Creation is supposed to be anyway, right? <laughs> Right. The node system, the node will, system will make it happen if they can pull it off. There's always that big if. It's the yeah, I mean call me cynical. You are, but a little, but, but you gotta I have am, that balance there, you know? Yeah, and, and especially for ashes, yeah. it's the the problem of the the node system is so tightly integrated into everything. If they don't get the node system right, then everything else just falls apart pretty much. Yeah. The entire game, in my opinion, relies on the node system. Yeah, working. it is. Absolutely. It is, yeah. Yeah. So, got a few other community topics. And one of them was I didn't read, actually, did tie into, you know, the seasonal events and things of that nature. Player reputation. So, here's the, here's the community point. Should there be a way to track people's behavior, like a thumbs up, thumbs down system? after a pug or some way that players can uh, see a person's reputation on the server pros and cons of the idea, how to stop it from being abused or trolled. I'm just going to let y'all hit on that. Got my thoughts, but I'll save it for last. I, I mean, I'm going to just go out there. I'm not sure who's going to agree or disagree, but I think there's better time spent from the developers and yeah. doing something like this. Players can police that themselves. And it's just too much opportunity for people to abuse it um i just think in a player driven game um you're gonna get word of mouth and who's like you know the people the group with within yeah. and you're gonna build that community yourself and you know if you pug people in and they're good or bad you're gonna you know either add them to your friends list or add them to your nor list <laughs> yeah i don't think you need a system for that there's better time spent from the developers and mm -hmm developing that yeah agreed yeah you See, don't need a system what would be funny though if your reputation was so bad and you would have a transmog so you can hide that reputation to make you feel like you're all good and you would be a thief and you would go and stealth into other guilds ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> You you can be the the guinea pig on that one phase, or you you can <laughs> try that out and and let me know how many people blacklist you on the server. <laughs> yeah. You can just assign your own title to everybody. Faisal the Ninja Looter. <laughs> oh yes, he will be known far and wide as right. the Ninja Bunny slash scholar. How do you know he's here. coming for you guys? Just look for the bunny tail homies. Just look. <laughs> If you see him bobbing around, you know, he's out there doing something bad. I thought he was a scholar. I thought the scholar was the one that hopped around. Nah, homie. He went dark side. See, here's here's the funny thing. I have to. If I have those titles on, the people in the servers will know that I do these things. But 
for noobs and newcomers to the game, they want that. Oh, so you'll just get trailed the newbies? Look at this. Look at this. Mentor program oh. abuser right here. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Oh. <laughs> well, that's yet another reason not to have a mentorship program in Ashes. There we go. I said it. I went there. Wow. Damn. But no, I agree fully with Daedalus on this one. As long as my friends list and ignore list is long enough, I don't think there's any other system needed. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm good with that. I, I also think I saw T Elf in chat said it could easily be abused, and that's super true, man. It right. will be abused. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Systems always are. So, yeah. yeah. Just do without them. So, how about this one? Now, we got some people here who are content creators. Stream and Just Twitch integration. As a streamer, what tools would you like to see in game? What does the viewer want? So, what does the viewer want? And what is what would the creator want? in terms of some sort of integration system. Now, ESO does this. A lot of games do this where you have like a drop sort of system. Like you can be watching and, you know, they align this with events, for example, like, you know, a a new DLC launches and then they have a period of time where it's like, you know, fresh and maybe they're doing their dev streams or they're doing stuff like that. And, you know, it's like, well, during this period of time where we're really wanting to showcase these features or these, you know, events or whatever, then we're going to like go, Hey, any of our streamers who have their, you know, it could be, it could be their partner program people. It could be like the stream team. It could be just anybody who's got their account linked. But if you're watching a stream, then you can get drops, you know, and it is, Mm -hmm. there is some RNG to this. There is some RNG to this traditionally, but you do get like free stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, where, where does that draw? Where's this kind of like border onto the same dynamic we talk about with, daily logger rewards for a game versus the sort of like being present for a period of time or else you don't get something or chance at something. So I don't know. I mean, I think that for me is like the bigger question to the whole dynamic. Uh, you know, what do you, what do y'all think? I mean, I, I, I think, think, Oh, go ahead. Miss. Sorry. The, the only integration I'd like to see really is Discord integration into the game so that I don't have to alt-tab out to view uh, Discord and chat in Discord. But that, mm-hmm. that'd be it. That's not really streamer. Like, they, I, it helps streamers. Don't get me wrong. It absolutely helps streamers, but it's not like streamer 100% focused. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with uh, with Mist on that. I and I also think you know what we talked about earlier with login rewards applies here as like a solution, right? Don't make it be something that you know people have to kind of hound like in always try to get at. Just have it be like a special event, event oriented things. Hey, we're doing I don't know a you know a winter event. Our streamers are going to have these rewards available. And then kind of have it limited and gone, right? But it's not something that is like every day. There's you've got to kind of grind up, and yeah, I mean, I just think it it just it encourages the wrong type of behavior. So I would kind of be a fan of that. It's give something for streamers to be that like are really dedicated to be able to do, but don't make it something that's like an everyday or a, quite a long grind to get into. Hmm. 
I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. But a couple ideas that pop into my head, you know, I, I, I've listened to some research and stuff done on the idea of drops, games drops within streams. Yeah. And yeah, they fall under daily login rewards. And it doesn't incentivize um, a community type aspect within your stream. It'll bring people in that are just there for the drops. They get their yeah. drops and now they're mm-hmm. gone again. There's no streamer loyalty True. there. So I don't think that's a big thing for me. Um, the biggest thing that I want, and I've been asking about this ever since I heard it mentioned, I want spectator mode for arenas because I want to uh, broadcast that. I want to yeah. be able to commentate that in yeah. real time, host my own tournaments. I yes. want I want a tournament infrastructure, private lobbies or whatever that we can structure that way. And I think from a viewer standpoint, something that would be really cool is if you're going to tie it into Twitch, would be tying it into um, channel points so that you can put, you know, for 50,000 channel points, maybe it's a community goal that they reach. Now they get to modify an aspect of your game for five yeah. minutes. Like, okay, you cannot use a mount for the next five minutes or something. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, it's little ridiculous <laughs> handicaps that makes it fun for people to watch what you're doing. Yeah. So I, something like yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. So yeah, that would be. The Baldur's Gate was Baldur's Gate that released not too long ago. It's still in early access. One of the cool things about that is that they had Twitch integration to where you could vote. And it was like this kind of overlay sort of thing for Twitch or whatever. And it was like really cool because you get these interactions and literally people in chat could vote and kind of determine things. And I feel like that is absolutely going to be the way of the future when it comes to like, uh, you know, streamers and viewers being able to interact. And I think anything like that to where you have like some sort of... um, you have like knobs and things you can kind of turn and like levers and things you can flip on or off in terms of what types of interaction you want to allow for different types of games and things of that nature. I think that's super cool. Um, but yeah, I, as it stands, I see, I streamed a lot of ESO and I have seen that exact thing play out. Like there are so many people that just sit in channels, never talking, never interacting, not actually doing anything they're just there for the drops and you see such a drastic difference in the overall viewership for the category itself when there are drops up versus when they're not. And it's a big difference. Yeah. And I kind of go back to the same thing for daily login rewards. It's, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be like the, the kind of reason I would, I would, in my opinion, want somebody to be around for, but the idea of like the, the, the Twitch, uh, currency sort of thing that is a good idea because you they've already they've been evolving it on twitch and they haven't tied it into games yet but i think it's something that would be really good to do because you can set goals and milestones which we've tinkered with the past like three months here on this channel and we've set some goals we gave away an alpha 2 uh we funded an alpha 2 pre-order pack um when they hit like a million uh channel currency we currently have some mystery thing going now but it would be really cool if that was somehow tied into the game itself that you as the creator had linked through your account for some system like drops the way that works but instead that tied into this and then the viewer for just being on your channel was able to utilize that to use somehow i just think that rng system component of it is the part that i don't like the most and it being during certain times i think something that you can leave let'll be a trickle in thing 
Um, I think that Paladins had this like viewer currency thing they did for Mixer for a while that isn't active anymore because Mixer D-E-D dead. That's right. Scholar, get at me. No? Anyway, my my point is, is that, you know, never technically died. It went to Facebook gaming. That's as good as dead. Let's be honest. Like, who who the hell cares about Facebook gaming? Um, So I want to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Still related to streamers and and ashes, but um, what I think there needs to be is some kind of filter for streamers to activate um, that cuts out any custom music that people are playing. Because we all know that DMCA strikes are a thing and they're horrible to deal with. The last thing you want as a streamer is to walk into a tavern unknowingly where people are playing copyrighted music and then get copyright strikes for it. Oh, true. That's a good point. Yeah. Agreed. So hopefully they have something in in plan for that because that, oof, can you imagine? Like just for no fault of your own, like, you get copyright strikes because somebody around you was playing copyrighted music. No, oof, no. It's been a big issue with like GTA streamers and stuff like that because you turn on the radio in the car and yeah, there it is. It's not licensed to you, it's licensed to Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what so even though the Cyberpunk didn't go as well as planned, they, I love how they added the feature of uh, having the cat, the, the, the switch for. DMCA music off and on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you're able to play the game while streaming it and you won't yeah. get DMCA at all. Yeah. So For sure. that was I really good thinking. Yeah. What they might have to do is just have an, um, an option to turn off other people's music or mics. Yeah. You don't get that vicinity yeah. Um, yeah. audio coming yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And same with, um, I mean, custom images shouldn't be a, too big of an issue because that should be moderated yeah. quite well but definitely music you want to make sure that you we have that locked down under control agreed so i think another cool streamer thing or community thing to tie into the game and it kind of ties into our next topic is uh tavern game interaction with yeah. your community something like that i think would be really cool if they yes. could play a card game with them or a dice game or some three card money and you have to get your chat to pick the cards or something, yep. you know, or even that tag on the role play tool. So the, the community point was discussing downtime activities, tavern games, role play tools, etc. I mean, yeah, role play tools too. Like you could have somebody hypothetically that is like an RP gamer and there's plenty of them out there and they're going mm-hmm. about and they're, you know, doing RP and that's maybe their, you know, that could be their content. And then you could tie into like some sort of an interaction where, you know, someone's got to make a choice or do something different, you know, which kind of ties into that. But yeah, tavern games. Oh man. Oh, tavern games, man. There's so much potential there for on so many levels. I mean, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Downtime activities though. What are good downtime activities that potentially will keep you in the ashes realm versus all other games? servers down um not necessarily a downtime activity thing but more like a role play tool um i think it'd be really neat to have like some sort of bio um section or something on your character that like people can read um that's already planned yeah as far as i'm aware 
yeah so that I mean, that's the one thing that i think i was really excited about was that um as far as like anything else um you know i, I think it'd be really neat to be able to like do some sort of concert <laughs> with some in in game like in game tools like in a tavern like you can maybe have a band set up you could buy or something and people could actually like make some unique music but i don't know how feasible that is right. it's more kind of a wish list type of thing far 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 in the future after the basic stuff's you know uh you know happen i think yeah. i bypass we have one on here a discussion point around weapon swapping um i mean it's a thing <laughs> It is a thing. So it is. is it a good thing or not? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. I, th I think the more important question to ask is, does it add to the mm. gameplay in a meaningful way? Or is it just like a tick box? Like, yes, we got weapon swapping. Tick. Good point. I don't know, man. I, I mean, doesn't it? Question mark? <laughs> it usually does, does it not? When it comes I, to PvP or PvE? I mean, it depends how it's implemented. I mean, I would argue that ESO's weapon swapping doesn't add any meaning to the gameplay at all. Mm. It's, at least in combat. Yeah, man. I mean, so much in ESO is that you utilize one bar for like your buffs and things. And it is a useful, sure. Is it viable? Sure. Can it be really interesting? Yes. Yeah, I don't know, man. That one's a tough one for me. It, it like, messes with the fluidity of the game sometimes, though. And to me, the fluidity of the game, and then you got to think about the other element. There have been, it's been plagued by desyncs and in between like the weapon swapping, animation canceling, and the blocking and sort of attack sort of feature for ages. So, is it cool to have? Sure. How does it impact performance? That's my bigger thing. And so then is it really better or worse to have it? Yeah. Have to you I mean, get a thought. Yeah. My personal opinion on that is, you know, I want the combat to be meaningful and I want you to have some strategy behind it. Mm -hmm. I just don't like the idea of weapon swapping because you might, you know, you might get like folks that, I don't know if, if this is going to be possible because they talked about maybe not trying to be able to do macros in game, but being able to kind of swap back and forth, that kind of takes a little bit of the thinking out of it. If you go in to battle with your tools, they should be your tools. You shouldn't have to like, you know, swap back out to like a dagger versus a sword versus an ax, you know, depending on which is the min max. I think you just go in and see what happens. Um, mm -hmm. That would be my thought. I just feel like it's a little more thoughtful there. And it helps you specialize and like learn that skill, in my opinion. Um, it just makes it more meaningful to be able to kind of know the ins and outs of one weapon versus constantly having to swap and which whichever is better for the scenario. Just kind of go in and, you know, go ham. I, th I think a lot of it comes down to, yes, how effective and what's its purpose in combat, right? If you're just switching for the sake of switching a weapon, no, we don't need that. If you're an off tank that's off tanking a, a raid boss or a sub boss with a shield, it gets killed. And now you want to switch to a two-handed weapon or a dual wield to do more damage to the main boss and you're not tanking anymore. That's a helpful, valuable reason to the raid to be able mm -hmm. to switch. 
My big question is, if you have skill points invested in the weapon tree for a specific type of weapon, then you swap to another weapon, do those skill points reset or are they saved mm-hmm. for each type of weapon? Because yeah. you might have a different build with your, your passive and active skills based on your weapon type as well. So if those, weapon, if those skill points reset, then you're probably at a very big disadvantage to swap your weapon, but maybe a certain situation calls for it. Yeah, mm. I I think that's going to be it's going to be very important that you have X amount of skill points that are allocated for the weapons and that you split them up. Either either you get them to where you can use X amount for this tree. And when you swap, the same amount is used utilized here, but you determine the build. So when you swap, this is what you've got as your loadout for it. Like to me, that seems like the best way to go about it um, versus because I think then if you like look at skill points, and you've got X amount to use in both trees. Um, I would, I don't just, it's just my gut that I, we're not going to have enough skill points to really to do that. It's not like ESO where you go sky shard hunting and stuff, you know, and you get a bunch of skill points. And you've got like, you know, 400 or whatever the hell skill points to use or something. And you mm. just dump I mean, them. There, but Steven did say he want to have the option of jack of all trades type of deal. True, but um, so I'm not going to say that's the best of ideas. But if if you wanted to do wield like have being half mage slash half fighter, and you would want to switch weapons to use your casting abilities, yeah, I don't mind, I guess. But I don't know how to make it work out, honestly. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I with great difficulty. Is the answer to that? Yes. I'm presuming, of course, that we're talking about switching uh, items out of your bag to your equipable character panel during combat. I'm also operating under the assumption that we have 50 skill points to work with throughout all three trees. Mm -hmm. Oh, roughly, yeah. Yeah. The, The other thing we have to keep in mind with Ashes is that every character has a ranged weapon slot that you always have sort of equipped Mm -hmm. so there is that on top of it um so when you used a a ranged weapon skill it automatically switches to your ranged weapon and then switches back so there's that to consider Mm -hmm. even so i I don't think you need weapon swapping and the, the danger is if you look at say uh guild wars 2 which is the other big game that uses weapon swapping Weapon swapping in Guild Wars 2 is just a way to extend the uh, rotation of your class, your DPS rotation. That's it. It's it doesn't. It's you don't have any choice really, and there's no sort of tactical gameplay in swapping the weapons for the most part. There are a couple of exceptions, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's literally just a matter of this is the optimal rotation, and you always swap your weapon at a specific point during the rotation. So the and for that it just for me it's just pointless. You might as well just not have the weapon swapping at all and just have all the abilities um available to you all at the same time. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have another point, but I'm gonna actually save that one for next week. Instead, I'm gonna actually piggyback off of a comment in chat, which was what do you think about there being a long, like a long or a significant amount of time for weapon swap. 
How significant are we talking here? No, I read 30 minutes. (laughs) I'm going to say if you have to think about that and as a design element, why even put it in the game? Why even put it in the game? Exactly. Because it's like, again, what's its purpose? If it serves a purpose and it's something you can do outside of combat, then I'm okay with that because people switch out gear all the time, yeah. right? In other games, like, hey, this is better for a dungeon versus a raid. But in the moment doing it, I just, I don't know. I just don't see it as an optimal way to design anything. You go in with, and you're spending points, a finite number of points, being able to split that out the devs have said before that may be you know viable but it may also not be the best option right is then you're not really getting very deeply into any anything meaningful in you know your whatever your main should be right so yeah i mm-hmm. i guess my my comment is no comment <laughs> on that yeah. one I'm as a theory crafter, my my perspective is always fluidity in combat. If I'm if I'm in the middle of combat, anything that's going to cause there to be like a break in that fluidity isn't going to feel isn't going to feel right. It's going to feel like a bad experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter if you're talking a purely action combat tab target or hybrid system. Doesn't matter if if the fluidity in combat transitioning from a skill uh, to movement like a roll dodge or a blink, um, you know, weapon swapping, even if we're talking about shifting from action to tab target combat, which is something that they're, it's a goalpost that they're aiming for, then these things have got to be fluid. There can't be this sort of a break that causes me to just feel like I don't really have control of my character or my movement, uh, mobility, uh, or, or just the use of my skills. Like it just, those things, you know, just don't feel good. It's like a desync when it happens. You're just like, what is what's, nah, mm-hmm. you know. So you become a pylon essentially on the field. <laughs> yeah, pylon. <laughs> I am the pylon FML, right? So yeah, and, and yeah, like I, I've been looking into twinking a lot with my WoW, one of my lower WoW characters. Oh yeah, and one of the common practices is if you've got a trinket that has like a five minute cooldown or something and you use it, swap it out for another trinket Mm -hmm. so you can use that one in its place. So you're never without a cooldown. So if you've got weapons in the game that have active or passive skills on them that are on a cooldown after being activated, I can see people wanting to swap out then, but that to me, yeah. If you want to do that, you do it out of combat. If you, you mm-hmm. once you use your cooldown in a fight, that's it. There's no coming back. It's yeah, a agree. strategy of when you use that cooldown at the right time or not. Yes. You know, do you steal aggro from the boss yes. because you, you popped it too early, or maybe you died as the tank because you, you didn't use your cooldown at the right, right. time? You know, they, like their their whole principle behind this game right now is player decision and player agency, and that's you have to have that impact that yes. risk reward yes 100 mm-hmm. percent preaching the gospel man that's it risk versus reward and that's the thing this is why i don't like stunt i'm probably look it's been relevant it, it's <laughs> everywhere dude it's literally stun locking it is what? everywhere man it is it's the road so most traveled mm-hmm. and it's just i'm gonna say it judge me if you want it's just my opinion it's lazy design man it is the easiest thing to do 
it's not interesting. It's not innovative. It's not fun. And when you have combat where you've got like tilt saying, if you, if, if the reason that you get jacked up in a fight and didn't win is because you didn't watch your cooldowns. You didn't rotate, right? You didn't watch your resources. You overhealed. You didn't mitigate at the right time. Then all of those things, that's skill. That's directly ties into skill and choices and risk versus reward. What do you want, bunny? Isn't that the problem for rogues mostly? Because once you design rogues, <laughs> like the biggest example, like I've recently talked with my friends is Guild Wars 2. They tell me that the rogue can go in and go out as they please. Yeah, pretty the, much. The only way you can actually catch them is stun locking them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not the only way, but it's, it's one okay, of the scholars. I'm I'm gonna say that stun locking is fine as long as there's counterplay to it. So if we look at WoW, for example, you've got abilities and trinkets that can get you out of crowd control. That is fine because then you, it becomes a, a mind game of when do you use the 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 CC breaking? Do you use it at the correct time? And if you don't use it at the correct time, then yes, you will probably get stun locked and die. That's fine. The, the problem with, um, I think, games like ESO is there is no way of breaking the stun locking, realistically speaking. So there, there's no counterplay. And when there's no counterplay to something, then you it just becomes like very, very annoying and, and boring to play against. Mm -hmm. so. Diminishing returns are super important too. That as well. I don't super. know why they haven't got diminishing returns super in important. ESO. Yeah. That's just dumb. That's just so dumb on so, so many levels. So yeah, like stuns, roots. So yeah, I'm talking about like completely being incapacitated versus just being rooted. You know, as long as you've got a counterplay in place, it's totally fine. But it's that not having diminishing right. returns, being completely incapacitated, not able to do anything. That's what I'm talking about. And a good question from Wizzy also um, was, is CC caused by black hole a stun in your opinion? I can't answer that because I need to see what rank two and three look like first. It looked on the video like it was. It like pulled them in and then held them in place. So that would imply that they are mm -hmm. like completely immobilized and unable to move. Whether they can, can activate attack. abilities, yeah. that's the thing. Yep. If they can still use abilities, then that is well soft crowd control. Yeah, it's more like a root of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Because you're mo you're mobilized, but you're not like incapacitated. But either way, there needs to be some kind of um, counter mechanic. Yeah. for this for any kind of cc and i think this is the one game which i uh think does this really really well is league of legends in league of legends there are lots of different ways that you can use to reduce crowd control uh or just get rid of it entirely if you like take the options mm -hmm. that are required to do it yes you can get stun locked to death in league of legends but okay. There are also plenty of things that you can do to stop yourself from getting stun locked. So it's whether you use those features and you use them at the correct time. And that's where the skill comes in. Do you have that utility or not? We have some yeah. cool, we have a cool community point on unique epic skills or spells, which is something we're going to definitely talk about next time as we persevere through until we get to a point where we can do a little bit more because they have their heads. 
down to the grindstone, man. They are, they're definitely hard at work and you can always tell when they are. Um, looking forward to getting to the point where we have, you know, I think February finding out what we, we get to hear in terms of do alpha one pre-order packs open up if so, when I think that's going to be an interesting, uh, situation to kind of get through, navigate the upcoming live stream at the end of the month. That'll be good. It'll be good to see kind of what they share after they've gotten into the new year. Um, in the next week, obviously, I'm going to say, yo, if you find a, a tasty little morsel for us to talk about on the show, drop it in Discord, friends. Slip into my DMs, whatever. Just bring it so we can talk about it. Um, otherwise, we have plenty of really great community discussions that have been curated by all of you. So plenty of things on the agenda for next time. But with that being said, let's go on ahead and go through the list of people here. Let everybody kind of shout out their domains, where they reign, where you can find them. We'll start with Daedalus. All right, you can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash The Ashen Herald. And Faisal. You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. Faisal, can I just acknowledge that I, I appreciate your dedication to keeping your head down as if you were falling asleep, even when you did your shout out? <laughs> <laughs> Much love, buddy. I'm very genuine I'm actually falling asleep. <laughs> oh, he's looking so late here. Okay, Wandering Mist. Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is just Wandering Mist on YouTube. You can also find me on Twitch, which is Wandering Mists with an S. And you can find Mists. me on there. And you can find me on all the Ashes. Uh, stuff so the ashes official forums ashes official discord and the uh ashes reddit with the same tag wandering mist okay so what i heard was i'm basically everywhere get at me got it too much (laughs) (laughs) right you can find me on youtube uh youtube.com slash half tilt gamer same name right here on twitch and twitter uh half underscore tilt there we go man Gentlemen, it's a pleasure having you on again. It was a really great conversation. Uh, always, always a pleasure. Um, and to all of you listening or watching, go to our Ashes HQ channel Discord. Please vote on the survey. Um, it'll be very appreciated. Go to the cleric post on the HQ. As much feedback as we can get on that video, greatly appreciated. And if you haven't already gone over to iTunes and given us a review, please, please consider doing so. It helps so much with the algorithm. Same thing for liking these videos on YouTube. Same thing. And whether or not you're here live, and it might be the end of the day show, but remember, whether you listen, watch it live, YouTube, doesn't matter. If you are invested in the show, you're here with us, remember, you two are an Ashes Pathfinder, and we're super excited to have all of you here on this journey we're on, and much love to all of you, much love to Intrepid Studios, and friends, until next time, live your best lives, stay safe, and as always, walk in the light. Have a great night, friends. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone.